Hey, my name is Kelly, and this is the Let's Talk Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that this episode is an encouragement and empowerment for your life. I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. It has been far too long since our last conversation. I've missed you guys. I hope you all are doing well. You're enjoying the new year. I can't believe that it's already a whole new year, a whole new decade in itself. We're in 2020. Like That's so crazy to me um, to just think about how things were 10 years ago in my personal life and then just how things are now and just excited to see what's to come um you know january is just such an exciting month because there's so many new things going on um you know we all have new goals and new resolutions Uh, we want to start new habits we want to break old habits we have new vision new perspective we have new plans and so honestly january is just a really exciting month for new things and I think also January is just such a good month to prepare to prepare ourselves for the year ahead and what's to come and so with that um, I'm just so excited to share with you guys today what the Lord has put in my heart um, not only for today but for the whole year Um, so for the last couple of years uh, at the beginning of the year in January, I would go on this prayer and fasting period, which uh, a lot of churches now actually do that. And I think it's so great to do it as a body because it really just challenges your relationship with God in such a good way. Um, during fasting, you know, you're saying no to the desires that you have, whether it's staying away from social media or not eating certain foods or just skipping meals um, and really devoting that time to spend with God, seeking God in prayer. And all of that in itself just really strengthens your spirit and awakens that within you. And so I think it's such a great thing um, to do it. And I encourage you guys to do it if you haven't. Um, It really is hard at first, but um, it's honestly such a rewarding thing because you get to experience such a new level with God by doing it. But going back to what I was saying, um, I started doing that a few years ago and what the whole purpose of it was really just to kind of get a feel for what the new year was going to be like and really just, uh, allow God to speak to me about a word or a verse that would really just carry me throughout the year and something that I could always refer back to regardless of the season that I would be facing good or bad it was just something that I could always reflect on go back to and be reminded of God's promises and so it's been such an awesome thing getting to do that because it has really just pushed me and encouraged me um, the past few years by doing that and so today I just wanted to share with you guys what the Lord has kind of revealed to me for this year 
And I really hope that it's an encouragement to you as well. And maybe it's a word that you can use uh, for yourself throughout the year as well. Um, And so the word that God had given me was the word cultivate. And it's so interesting to me because way before I was doing this fast in January, um, a few months before, like December and November, I actually started to get interested in plants. And I started kind of wanting to have some plants around my house. And normally I'm not a big plant person just because I'm not really good at them, like taking care of them. I'm not really good at, I don't even know, like, what goes into gardening but I have learned since then and so um going back like back a few months I just started getting really interested in the plants and so I started like kind of buying a few succulents for my room and I've had them in my room and thankfully they're still alive and I'm hoping that they stay alive and I've done my research but I thought it was so cool that you know I've started getting interested in in this and then God just drops this word in my heart and really it's not just the word cultivate but the whole phrase of cultivate your heart and so if you don't know anything about plants um, plants are honestly such an interesting thing to learn about because um, there goes there's a lot that goes into it and I'm still learning. I'm not a plant expert, but, um, I know that you need good soil for it. I know that you need to have it watered correctly. It needs sunlight and, um, you need to constantly tend it in the sense of removing the things that, um, would not help the plant grow. And so, with that, the word that God had given me was the word cultivate. And I looked up what the word cultivate means. And the word cultivate means to prepare and use for crops or gardening. So you're preparing a a land or soil or something like that. um, And you're using it uh, for crops or for gardening that you're wanting to grow something. And so I looked up like what goes into cultivating like what does it mean to kind of cultivate a land and so the whole process of cultivating is pretty much that someone is loosening and breaking up the soil and the whole point of why you're doing that is because um, you're wanting to destroy the weeds that um, are on the land and you're really just trying to help the soil get to a place where when you plant a seed, it's going to allow for um, for growth to happen. And, and by doing that, you're going to allow like um, the, there's going to be like an increase in soil aeration or like the air circulation that goes in that goes through soils. Um, and it also helps with the water infiltration. And so I know that's like a lot of like plant talk and I had to like really research to kind of get the idea but pretty much by cultivating land you're able to just break and loosen up things in the ground and then you're also just taking away and removing and destroying the weeds because weeds don't help plants grow and so when I was looking that up the word prepare and the word use really stood out to me and so I looked up 
those two words and I know like those are words that we normally like use in our everyday vocabulary but if you really look at what it means the word prepare means to make ready for use or consideration and the word use is defined as to take hold or deploy as means of accomplishing a purpose or achieving a result And then another word that was really interesting to me that just kind of stood out when I was kind of doing my research on this was develop. And so develop is to grow or cause to grow and become more mature, advanced, or elaborate. And so that wasn't just a vocabulary lesson for you guys. I promise it goes with what I want to talk about today. But um, all of those things just really stood out to me because... As I thought about the, what they meant, and then I thought about, you know, the word itself, cultivate, and how God kind of just kept putting the phrase, cultivate your heart, I just kept thinking of verbs, like, you know, each of these definitions, each of these words are action words, and so that means that it requires us to be willing to do something, it requires us to do work, and when you're cultivating land, um, like a farmer, or if you're just even wanting to do a garden, it's going to take work. It's going to be hard because you're going to have to put in some labor. You're going to have to put in some muscle for it. You're going to have to plow the ground. You're going to have to break the weeds out. And pulling weeds is hard. Uh, And, you know, just plowing the ground, it, it, it takes some effort to do. And so it's not easy, but by doing that, you're setting a good foundation for the plants, for the seeds that you want to grow and you, the seeds that you want to put in the ground so that then they can plant, they can be planted well and then can grow well. And so with that, um, there are going to be three questions that we will be looking at today. And those questions are one, what land are you cultivating? Two, what seeds are you planting? And three, who are your influencers? And so um, I really just think of it as like, you know, just as when you think about plants and how plants grow, just think about it in, you know, your relationship with God. And so with our first question, it's what land are you cultivating or what kind of foundation are you setting for this year? And the Lord led me to Mark 4, uh, Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. And if you don't know, um, in this passage, it's a story about the farmer who sows seeds. And so I'll just read a few verses for you guys so that it kind of gives you an idea of what we're talking about. And so in verse 3, Jesus is, uh, just a little background, Jesus is talking um, to a group of people and his disciples are there. And Jesus liked to talk in parables. And so he's giving them a parable of the farmer and how he sows seeds. And so this is Jesus talking to the people and he says, Consider this, a farmer went out to sow seeds. As he cast his seeds, some of it fell along the beaten path and soon the birds came and ate it. Other seeds fell onto gravel with no topsoil, and the seeds quickly sprouted since the soil had no depth. But when the days grew hot, the sprouts were scorched and withered because they had insufficient roots. 
Other seeds fell among the thorns, so when the seeds sprouted, so did the thorns, crowding out the young plants, so that they could produce no grain. But some of the seeds fell onto good, rich soil that kept producing a good harvest. Some yielded thirty, some sixty, and some even one hundred times as much as was planted. And then we'll go to verse 14. And this is now Jesus kind of explaining the parable to his disciples. And he says, Let me explain. The farmer sows the word as seed. And what falls on the beaten path represents those who hear the word, but immediately Satan appears and snatches it from their hearts. The seed sown on gravel represents those who hear the word and receive it joyfully. But because their hearts fail to sink a deep root into the word, they don't endure for long. For when trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, they immediately wilt and fall away. And the seed sown among thorns represents those who hear the word, but they allow the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and desires for other things to crowd out and choke the word so that it produces nothing. But the seed sown on good soil represents those who open their hearts to receive the word and their lives bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even 100 times more than was, than was sown. So that's what we, it's kind of like a foundation of what we will be kind of going on. And so what really just stood out was, of course, the seeds that are being referred, the seeds that are being talked about in the story is God's word. It refers to God's word. And so going back to our question where it says, what land are you cultivating? Each seed was planted in a different type of path. You know, there was the path that was just along the path. There was a rocky path. There was a path with thorns. And then there was the good soil. And each path had a different effect. Or each seed that was put in each path grew differently or didn't grow at all. And so that in itself just lets us know that The type of heart that you have really depends, really is a foundation of how God's word is going to sit in your heart. And so many times when our heart hasn't been prepared to receive God's word well, then his word won't have enough fruit or it won't even bear fruit. It won't even be planted in our life. And so it's so important to kind of think about What kind of foundation are we setting for God and his word so that it can be planted in our life properly? Um, Because truth is that God wants to pour out as many seeds in your life as possible. And he wants to bless you as much as he can. But if our hearts aren't ready to receive those seeds then they won't grow or he won't he will withhold them from us you know i think about our heart and how our heart is just such a big part of who we are um there's a lot of scripture that talks about our hearts and just how important it is you know one of the scriptures it talks about how as one person thinks in their heart so they are or out of the abundance of the heart the mouth the heart 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Sorry, guys. Uh, Tongue twisted there. But it's so important to just think about, you know, what kind of heart are we having? What kind of foundation are we setting so that God's word can really have a chance to grow in our lives? Because if it's not, if there are things in our hearts like those weeds that we have to break away we have to tear away those things are not going to allow god's word to have the power that it can if it were good rich soil and so just thinking it up thinking about that you know just kind of brings in the question of like what kind of things do you need to remove from your life this year so that whatever God has planned for you and whatever you want to see happen this year can actually happen? What kind of things do you need to take away? What kind of things do you need to add into your life so that it has a good land, a good heart, a good foundation for what God is wanting to do? And it's not an overnight thing. Um, it is going to take time, you know, and that's why like, doing a fast and prayer and spending time in God's word is so important because those things help set a foundation um, for what God wants to do in your life. And it really just fills your heart with more of who God is. And sooner or later, your, your plans start aligning with God's plan for your life. And that leads me to our second question, which says, what seeds are you planting? And for this, I want us to take a look at Galatians 6, 7, where it says, and this is the Passion Translation, or sorry, the NIV version. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Um, and so that verse, I mean, it's, it's such a common verse. We've heard it a lot before. And, um, but what really just stood out to me was a man reaps what he sows. And so going back to our first question, like, let's say you've set, you've set that foundation, you've cultivated your land, and now you're ready, you know, to plant your seeds. Well, now it's what kind of seeds are you planting in your life? What kind of seeds are you allowing to come into your life? And that goes with what is it that you're wanting this year? What is it that you're wanting to see for the next five years, for the next 10 years in your life? What do you hope to achieve? What are you giving to God as a dream or a goal? So once you know that, then the question is, what kind of seeds do you need to plant in your life for that? So that those things can come to pass because it all starts with you know one seed and one seed can grow and grow deep roots and grow stronger and even in going back to mark it said that the seeds that had plant that were planted in good soil not only did they grow good roots or deep roots and grow strong and well but they they bear fruit not only just one fruit but they bared fruit that was 30 60 or even 100 times more than what was originally sown and so that goes into you know that just kind of makes you think like what are you planting in your life what kind of seeds are you putting in your life so that 
that can happen because again god wants to bless you god wants to see your life just flourish in abundance but it all comes down with what kind of foundation do you have and what kind of seeds are you planting and so question that goes into like what do you listen to what do you watch who do you hang out with what do you surround yourself with because all of those things go into play with the seeds that get planted into your heart and so it's so important to be cautious about those things it's so important to be sensitive to those things because if you don't want certain things in your life if if you let's say that you are wanting to live a life of purity but all you surround yourself with is lustful things and things that don't help you live a life of purity then you're allowing those seeds to still remain in your heart and become weeds that won't help the good seeds that God is trying to plant in your life to grow. And so it's so important to think about just the kind of seeds that you're allowing to come into your life. And the last question is, who are your influencers? Now that really goes together with our previous question of what kind of seeds are you planting? Because just as you can plant seeds in your life, other people can also plant seeds in your life and you know that goes with who do you surround yourself with who do you look up to who do you allow to have influence in your life because they in some way are planting something in your life too and so um, I want us to take a look at Proverbs 22 um, 3 Uh, chapter 22 verse 3 and this is the passion translation and it reads a prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it but the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences and so the word that really just stood out to me was a prudent person and so if you look up what a prudent person is it is defined as someone that is acting with or showing care and thought for the future and so i think about you know just going back to like this year what is it that you're wanting it's so important to know where is it that you're trying to go so that that way you can see what needs to happen prepare for those things and kind of prepare for the good and for the worse you know and so there's a saying you know that if you fail to plan then you you plan to fail and I was trying to remember it because I was like, oh, wait, I know this. Um, and it's just the same thing. Like if you don't plan, then expect to fail in a sense because you haven't prepared yourself. And that goes back to cultivating. You know, you have to cultivate your heart, which means you have to prepare your heart. You're preparing yourself for the future that you're wanting, for what you're wanting to see. And you're also just at the same time surrendering that to God. And like I said earlier, when you spend time with God and you allow yourself to be in God's presence and you're in his word, your plans start looking like God's plans for your life. It starts to align. And so with that, you know, it's important to know where you're wanting to go. It's important to know what your goals are what your desires are and bring those to God because he wants to know those things and he wants to help you according to his will. 
But if you don't even know where you're trying to go, if you're just kind of like, well, I'm just going to see what happens, then, you know, it's going to be like, like what they're talking about in this verse that, you know, a senseless, you senselessly rush blindly forward and you suffer consequences. And so it's really important to just think about where is it that you're wanting to go, what you're trying to achieve, where you see yourself, because then you have, you have vision, you have somewhere to aim, you have somewhere to focus on. And the thing is that, you know, with each of those things, it's going to cost you something. Um, kind of going back to like the example that I said, if you're trying to live a life of purity, it's going to cost you something. You're going to have to say no, or you're going to need to say no to certain things that are not going to help you with, with the life of purity that you're trying to live. It's going to cost you maybe some friendships. You might have to lose some friendships, but God is so good that he's going to bring the right people into your life. He's going to help, in a sense, kind of replace those old friendships that weren't going to help you with friendships that will help you. And that's with anything that you have a desire for. God's going to help you with it. And he's going to provide for you. And he's going to, what he has for you is so much better than what we, what you could have for yourself. What, what we want for ourselves is so much it's so little compared to what God has for us and what God wants to give us. And so that's why it's so important to cultivate our hearts. It's so important to prepare our hearts so that whatever seed God wants to plant in our life can have the chance to grow. Um, if you think about it, like there's a difference between planting something and bearing something. And I think about how like the first few seeds that fell along the path in the story of Mark that we read and how it just fell on the path. And I'm sure that like those seeds got buried under dirt. You know, they didn't go deep into the ground, but they just got buried underneath dirt. And then, you know, compared to the to the seed that was that got planted in good soil. When something is planted the intention is for it to grow into something. But when something is buried, the intention is to hide it, to keep it concealed. And so that's the whole, like there's a difference between that. And that's why it's so important to, to really think about, okay, God, am I allowing the things that you're, the seeds that you're giving me, am I allowing those things to be planted? Or am I just burying those things, hiding those things, but not even giving a chance for those seeds to actually grow in my heart or in my life. And so I just think about like how many things has God put in my life with the intention for it to be planted and it and for it to grow into something so beautiful, but I buried it and didn't even tend to it, didn't water it or anything. And it's just, it really just like, convicted me because it made me think about you know the things that God had um just put in my life and kind of like what what things have I have I missed out on because I didn't cultivate my heart properly and so I really hope that this word was an encouragement to you guys I know it was like a whole lot of information um but definitely if you guys have any questions I would love to talk to you guys about this um and it's just something that I'm even still learning and kind of growing more in 
because we're all a work in progress and so none of us are perfect yet but God is helping us get to that place and so um definitely I just I'm so excited for what's to come this year and just seeing the fruit of doing these things of setting that foundation of doing the hard work right now so that then later you can see the fruit of the things that you've sown getting to see what you reap because of the things that you intentionally and purposely sowed into your life according to what God was trying to do for you and so I just want to pray for you guys before we go. Lord, I thank you so much for every single person that is listening. Lord, I thank you for their heart. I thank you for their life. God, I thank you for the dreams that you have given them for this year. I thank you that, Lord, you're preparing their heart so that it is ready to receive every single seed that you have planned for them, God, that you want to bless their life. You want to have their life be of abundance, Lord. And so I just pray for favor over them. I pray that you open doors this year, God, and that every single seed that you have in store for them that it has the opportunity to be planted deep into their heart so that it can grow root so that it can bear fruit lord and so that it can be shared with other people so that it can help bring other people to you lord i thank you so much for their lives i pray for blessings over their life i pray for healing lord i pray for hope into their hearts god i thank you so much for what you are doing for the things that we can see and the things that we can't see lord that you're always still actively working in our life no matter what god i thank you so much for your love that covers us lord and we just pray this in your name god amen thank you guys so much for listening again if you guys have any questions or need any prayer for anything i'd love to talk to you guys i'd love to pray for you definitely feel free to reach out on social media and i hope that you guys have an awesome rest of your day an awesome rest of your week and until next time love you guys bye